really aligning our, our, ourselves and our so that you will have your way. And thank you, God, for this great opportunity. Um, we are mighty because you are present and you're doing something. And I know I'm being prepared in this house of prayer for, for a reason that I don't even know. Uh, Lord, thank you. I ask that you I have faith in you, that you will speak and um, mm-hmm. share through me. And um, mm-hmm. just thank you, Lord, for the growth that I had in the last 24 hours. In mm-hmm. Jesus' name, amen. 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 That was a great opening prayer. <laughs> okay, howdy, howdy, everyone. So tonight is Hebrews 11. Um, all glory goes to Jesus. I, if you open up my notes, or if you, even if you don't, uh, my style is I first ask questions before I read any commentary uh, because I just felt like that I had to start with where I'm at. And because no one knows where I'm at with the Lord except me, and I can only be real with where I'm at. I'm not a scholar, and so therefore I'm not gonna relate or, to, or impart intellectually. It has to be from uh, from the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. So Hebrew is uh, has two main parts. Um, the first three verses is about the genuine faith, and then the rest of it is the heroes of the faith. And for me, I, I felt more compelled to focus on the first three verses of Hebrew 11, and so I shall begin. What is genuine faith? Um, so just kind of read out my con- contemplative questions before I even like read Hebrew 11. It's like looking at faith, it's like, what is faith? What is it really? Um, why were those heroes of faith highlight, highlighted? How come they were picked over the others? Uh, what does God want us to get from this chapter? Any insights? And what is God saying to me? And so, uh, beginning in genuine faith, I just felt like I want to just look back on how God raised uh, my faith through experience experiences, not just one, but many. Um, as a child, I really believe that God God is my father. Um, my mom did a really good job that I believed more that God was my father than my own dad. Um, my dad really messed up really bad, so God was the perfect one. And I wrote, wrote down the Hebrew uh, meaning for God is my father is Avia. And then I also learned, when I really think about this, God is really the one that raised my faith through my mom. Uh, I get to know that he is Jehovah Rapha, uh, the God who heals. And I grew up in a church that did not allow us to go to the doctor. And so after having asthma for weeks and going to the minister and... uh, get anointed and uh, to uh, pray it over and still it didn't work. And 
my mom, the last, last solution was praying with my mom the middle of the night and her prayers did not work either. And so she said to kneel and pray at five years old. And I, I kneel and I say, God heal me. The next morning I was healed. And ever since then I never had have asthma. Hmm. And I had many healing um, experiences after that of how God showed up and way before I even um, lay, eye, lay, lay my eyes on the definition of faith in Hebrew 11, uh, I didn't know that that was faith. But I met the Jehovah Rapha. Mm. At uh, five years old, all the way in my teenagers uh, years. And then I also met the Jehovah uh, Jireh. Uh, the Lord would provide. Um, I guess my mom find uh, a teaching moment when one time my dad's business was down and there was no food. And instead of going to her parents, who was just down the street, and my dad's parents, who was on the other um, side of town, um, she decided to teach us um, to pray and ask God for food. And she taught me that if you believe, um, if you, whatever you, you need, you ask God, and God will put it in, um, in people's heart to bring it. And so the next morning, we had this big banana, green banana, um, so freshly cut out from the, the, the banana tree itself, and then also uh, fresh lamb from the neighbor. And then the most baffling thing for me as a, a, as a 10 year old is uh, somebody uh, came, a boy, you know, run by with a bike and say, oh, here's $10 from the pastor for Jeanette. And so that was kind of like really profound as a, as a child that I pray and God come through. And so to really see that it's really God who raised my faith, because my mom just, you know, I mean, what if God didn't come through? Uh, come through? What if there was no food in the morning? Mm -hmm. I, so that's why I put down here faith that raised by God through experience, mm -hmm. way before I even read, uh, grow in the faith in the word, you know? And, uh, Moving on is, I hit a point in my life the faith was shaken, tested, and uh, on hindsight, grown, <laughs> and where I was greatly disoriented because here I was having this understanding God is my father, he's my healer, he's my provider, and my dad, you know, business blew up and then everything was going well, and all of a sudden, Hi, Daniela. Uh, I'm starting and the notes uh, in the email inbox. And so um, all of a sudden, I got hit with uh, multiple losses. So here I was, 16 years old, um, doing my one year in University of Surrey in England. Uh, as the, my degree was information technology and and before this multiple losses I had this one prayer in, the, in my dorm and I was asking like God I really want to know you as my father because I'm like this is the father that I believe as a child but I feel like I still don't know him 
So as soon after that prayer, I, my father, I lost my father. So we lost this business. Then we have to move here. And so kind of lost my identity because my future was uh, that I will go back and help to build my, my dad's um, empire. And um, all of a sudden, it all the shift, uh, lost my community, you know. Then come here, all of a sudden, the color of my skin uh, matters. Some people, you know, it's like, oh, it's, you're black. You know, I was never called that because to me, I'm brown. <laughs> but anyway, the multiple losses came through, and I, I hit a disorder. I got really like a tumble, and where I couldn't find my footing with uh, my faith in God, uh, that I knew him as a child. Um, I know him, you know, like I said before, I was gonna repeat it then, but. Anyways, but on hindsight, I had an exponential gain. And the gain, I mean, I even was willing to lose my life. Didn't want to live life after my father passed away. But I had an encounter with Jesus that changed my life and gave me the meaning to live. And so, God can, I see how the purpose of all that, that God shake and tested, and at the same time, grown my faith in Him, because I met Jesus, who is who embodied the fullness of faith. So whatever faith I was experiencing as a child, and, you know, him as a healer provider is that's just a glimpse of it the fullness of faith is in Jesus because then I'm stepping into who I really am you know as a child of God there's so much more um, and so my next uh, uh, subject that I want to go into is how do we acquire faith um, it's kind of I I'm organize it in the way that how I, my journey <laughs> through faith, because it started experiencing God, and before I even get to the word to understand, oh, that's faith, okay, so, and of course I just look at my mom, and oh, my mom, my mom, my mom, but it's like, how do we acquire faith? According to Romans 10, 17, faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. And then Ephesians 2, 8 to 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So it's, a, it's a, really a gift from God. Uh, I like what ben, uh, Professor Anthony said this morning, we cannot do anything, you know, without God. You know, it's from Him, you know. Hebrew 12, too, say, looking away unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. So that's really refreshing um, that he started, you know, our faith journey. And then I thought I lost, I, I thought I lost my faith, you know. Um, but to realize he never lost sight of me, you know, he never lost sight of us. And it's really, um, liberating to understand that, that the time that we feel disoriented with our faith, we feel like we lost 
our footing with our faith. Like what happened? I, I used to be strong and now I'm weak. Um, but he never lost sight of us. And the degree of, of he's for us never changed, even though we're the one. Looking back in my life, the Lord had to remove my dad because he was like the God of the family. He was successful enough that all his relatives looked to him and the, and the country too. Because he helped with the economic, bringing, uh, upgrade the economic um, standard of the country through tourism. He was the pioneer of tourism. And so that was one, and they have to remove us, shift us from another country, because if we say that, we would, we would have remained in a cult, you know, that we grew up in. And then kind of take, so the time that we feel like we lost our identity is really the shifting of the things that we rely on. Mm -hmm. mm, that's good. Where it was like, oh, it's this and God. But then God, let me remove that, because then you and me would be stronger. And so, um, so then it comes to the, the next uh, subheading sub, um, here is um, biblical definition of Hebrew 11.1. One. I put down biblical because I feel like that we have many definitions of faith. I mean, even non-believers have faith. So when I read this uh, diff four different version, I discover that uh, there's a different feel for it. And yeah, so I'm not gonna read it, as, uh, but it's in my note. And but what I the, the one definition I I run with is the King James version. One, it says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen." And to be honest, I never really understand this definition. It's like one of those. Uh, Wordings that kind of never really sink deep, um, and I'm just grateful for this opportunity to look at Hebrew 11, so that I could really, and that's why I chose it. I'm like, I, I, like you know how you know that it's like I, I don't really know that word, faith. I really don't mm -hmm. um, intellectually, but no wonder because it's kind of there's a maybe it's a paradox maybe that's a big word to use but it's it's like here's an, an, an invisible mm -hmm. word I mean faith is invisible but it's defined with a tangible mm -hmm. meaning mm -hmm. and when I say that it's like the subs it says substance right. and then evidence mm -hmm. I'm like so I really look at it with fresh eyes I'm like wow how is that possible when you can't see it? But the evidence. Then I had, um, then I start really think about it like, wow, it's, um, nobody can see it, it's only you. Only you and God sees mm -hmm. it. And sometimes you don't even aware of where you're at. But God sees it all, all the time. Mm. And so, um, this sounds, I, I like this wording here, it says, they help me to understand better, it says, just as our physical eyesight is the sense that gives us evidence of the material world, mm -hmm. faith is the sense that gives us evidence 
of the invisible spiritual world. Mm. That's good. And so I thought, is it a mind thing? Is it a heart thing? You know? And so, um, which I'm going to talk more later. Um, yeah, so in terms of, because maybe I have some questions too, like who's wit witnessing our faith? Uh, obviously, it's God, and there is the crowd of witness. Mm -hmm. It's ourselves, but uh, it's really start within us, and over time it manifested. Then other people will see it. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that person. Mm -hmm. That's God right there. You know, he or she is moving with God. Um, so Hebrew, that's Hebrew one. Um, Hebrew verse 1, Hebrew verse 2, to me, I titled it as Overcoming Faith. Because in the King James Version, it says, For by it the elders obtained, obtained a good report. So I kind of, I felt like that uh, whoever had faith, the good things happening in their lives, you know, they are overcoming and the good report is not from them, it's from God. So I titled that Overcoming Faith. Um, I guess it, it goes under the heading is, what is genuine faith? <clears throat> yeah, genuine faith, let me just review a bit, is raised by God through experience. It is shaken, tested, and grown by God. It is acquired by God. It is defined correctly biblically, and it is, um, genuine faith is overcoming faith. And Hebrew 11.3 kind of answer another aspect of it, and that is genuine faith is an understanding faith. Uh, it says here in verse three, through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made but things which do appear. And all that, what evidence is there? <laughs> it's just us believing God. Um, so the last part, of course, is verse 4 to the rest 40, is all about the heroes of the faith. And I'm not going to go into much about it, but I kind of detail everything here that I found. Um, <coughs> But I want to uh, kind of talk more about like Abel's faith in verse 4. Um, I thought about that, like Abel's faith and, and his brother Cain's faith. And I thought about what kind of faith I have. Do I have a Cain faith or Abel's faith? Um, and I thought about like how God, how the you know, how God sees them when they come to him. Um, when I meditate on Abel's faith, it helped me to really understand about faith. And I imagine Cain coming with his offering and, and Abel's coming with his offering. And I realized that we can come to God thinking that we have faith acting like we have great faith, we can do ministry, or speaking 
that we have faith. But if our heart is not engaged, what I what the insight they come to me is that the heart has to be engaged in trusting God. Mm-hmm. So give me the insight that faith is really it's a heart thing. It's trusting God in our heart, relying on God in our hearts. And so I thought about like from God's perspective, how does God see you know, sees from the other side. We always think from our side, from our point of view, but what does how does it look like from God's point of view? And when I think about it, like when he, I, when he received Abel's uh, offerings, uh, sacrifice, he could feel that Abel's is really acknowledging him, you know. And um, and but then with Cain, I felt like there's no respect. I think Cain was one of those that was uh, just do it because his parents did it and everybody's doing it. So he's, you know, there was no uh, believing that God is existing, is watching, mm-hmm. and he's a rewarder of um, what he's doing. And which may help me to understand that when we come to God, we have to believe that he exists mm-hmm. that he, and that he will reward you know, ask for, for for whatever we're doing or seeking Him, and it's so important. Especially, I was meditating on the you know, it's a reward of those who diligently diligently seek Him, and just thought about the times that um, we can be discouraged, you know, um, because we don't believe that you know He's right there or He He will reward us from what we're doing. And uh, I think that's why it's important, like like he, Professor Anthony was saying, the time we go deeper, it's important to be get with other Christians mm-hmm. to help to encourage us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because we can be really um, down on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And especially when no one is doing it. And looking at Abel, like, he's the youngest, right? And he was different. He wasn't as stronger, but his faith was stronger than his older brother. Mm. And this, yeah. So, I guess, just looking at the examples, I'm gonna go through through, um, all the faiths. What came to mind is not that, God put only some of uh, highlights, the Holy Spirit highlights his people to help us to understand the, the different facet of faith or the, the fullness, the full dynamic of faith, you know? Because um, it's like, I feel like some people that have more strength. For example, Noah's um, enduring faith. Like, he really endured. And I wonder if Abraham can do Noah, you know? Um, maybe not. It's just like, Noah had that patience, you know, uh, which Moses didn't. So anyway, um, the next one, faith, is uh, Enoch's uh, faith. I call it the pleasing faith because he pleased God so much that God took him. <laughs> hmm. And there's a verse, right, that we please, um, we, um, 
God pleased when, is pleased when we have faith. And of course, we all know faith is a currency, heaven's heavenly um, currency. Um, but really, it's really believing in a heart that God exists, and that He He's engaging with you. It's not like we're all by ourselves on one side. He's really uh, engaging with you in whatever you do. And um, the one thing that I that, that I also think about how and I, I say this from my own experience, that I, looking at faith is like uh, using it wrong and even manipulating it, meaning that it's like I will it, you know? And I see it's like everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna faith, I'm gonna get there, I'm gonna get this. Mm-hmm. And you find like, where is God? It's like it's all your own uh, effort. And I'm like, that is not faith at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it, it's really about God's will. It's really believing, having faith in God's will, in what He, ha- in what He wants to do. We use faith to what we want to do, mm-hmm. and, and that's wrong. <laughs> um, and it, that's really the world. The world is doing that. Mm-hmm. But we, if we want a biblical faith. Um, like Jesus, we it's trusting the Lord to do what He wants in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm just getting this, so <laughs> I'm like hearing it. Yes, get it. Um, so faith is really trusting God mm-hmm. to do what He wants in our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really not um, about us willing it and using it to get what we desire. Mm-hmm. And so he's back to Enoch. Enoch was rewarded. Mm-hmm. There you go, taken. And Noah had an enduring faith, um, pretty amazing. Um, which I kind of have here in my notes and everything, but I, I just want to summarize everything to the, what's the insight that I got from all this faith. You know, like Abraham um, demonstrated obedience by his faith. You know, he's, the Lord said go, he goes. Um, like how Sarah was, I put it, laugh in faith. Um, what I get out of that is like, we can't really tell where people really are with God. And somebody may hear Sarah and, and like, yeah, she really um, is not um, believing in God, but she may have like disbelief, a moment of disbelief, mm-hmm. but she had her faith in God. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is about um, Abraham and Sarah, they died before, you know, they see mm-hmm. all the promises. And um, mm-hmm. Isaac learns to lean on God's faith. Um, he got it wrong. He tried to bless, even though uh, I think he knew that Jacob is the one, but he still want to go with uh, Esau. But it goes to show that uh, when our faith, God corrected our faith when it's misplaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning our trust in him or what he says is going to be. 
uh, I love how Jacob um, blessed his sons by faith. Like, wow. It's like they, that confidence, what they say will go, you know. Um, definitely they have like a, a, some download from God just to even have that boldness. Joseph had faith for the future, um, that Israel will, will come out of Egypt. And his body was not buried for 400 years. Um, he, it was carried out because that's what his, he, he wished for. Um, so it shows that the faith can go beyond um, the grave. And personally, I feel that my, my ma, mother's prayer lives on, even though she passed away years ago. Uh, we see blessings in our family because her faith leads beyond the grave, in a way. Um, the faith of Moses' parents, you know, I put down includes breaking the law. I'm like, yeah. It's like faith in God should be about the law. Um, the uncompromising faith of Moses in Pharaoh's court. Like, he didn't care if you're the king, you know, I have a higher calling in a, in a God is bigger than you. His hard choice of faith, of you have to, some, and I, I felt that, because there are moments in my life that I like to choose, like for example, um, the area of um, choosing to be single when I have multiple uh, marriage proposals and pursuance. Every time I choose not to, 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 to move in that direction, I felt like it's hard, you know? And I, I could feel, it's not the same, but I feel Moses, like, look, this is the glory, the, the palace and all that. And he's choosing to go to, to the desert to uh, no one's knowing him. Um, so I feel that. And uh, Moses showed faith when he let Israel in the castle. Yeah, in obedience to God's command, like um, how we do the communion, that's by faith, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I, you know, I have to learn that because I'm like, wow, why are we doing this, right? But we do it by faith. Mm -hmm. uh, the Jericho, you know, this event, the walking around, the waiting, and the yeah, believing that the wall. So faith, there's anticipation about faith. There's assurance because God had showed up in the past. Mm -hmm. And there's anticipation moving forward. Uh, I read something, it's, it says it's kind of like a, a birthday. It's like we assure that we're going to have a birthday. Um, I mean, those of us that uh, celebrate mm -hmm. um, the cake, you know, but then we anticipate something special, like a gift, you know? Um, the faith under pressure of, of Ahab, I love that. We all have been through under pressure and we have to make that decision, you know, the right one. Um, so the rest of it, I kind of just put down the notes I found on the other heroes of faith there. And I'm not gonna go through it. You can go through it. I, I just wanna give my own summary of the insights that I felt after I read it all, and then I sit back and I'm like, what is it? What is the common thread through all these uh, heroes of the faith in Hebrew 11? 
And what came to me was, I think, five or six. And number one is we have to believe that God exists, you know, especially in front of us, in our moments. Uh, it's not just saying it, but in our hearts. Mm -hmm. That's really, really important. Um, so we have to believe also that he's a rewarder of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Especially the time when you feel like, man, what am I doing? Yeah. Uh, hardly anyone, you know, coming. What are you? Mm -hmm. um, so he's a rewarder of, you know, those who diligently seek him. So the other thing is that all this is pointing to God. He's the true hero. Because he's the, he's the one that made this all happen. Mm -hmm. What all these people did was just uh, connecting with him and holding hands with him. And then he, sh he really showed up. Mm -hmm. And I think the trusting is really important. If I would say faith in my own, if I would define faith on my own, it's really trusting with my heart um, in God. And um, I think the last thing that I would say is um, to understand that faith is about trusting God to do what he wants. It's not what I want. And know that even if you don't see it, that I will be able to say, and we can able to say, it is well, it is well, it is well with my soul, no matter what. And yeah, I'm just thankful for this opportunity because I, I felt like come out like I'm getting what space all about. It's not me making it happen, like willing it. And no doubt, uh, no. And I think that one thing that came to my mind right now is like the way that we receive what God wants us to do. Some of these people, they did not have the Bible then, but the little that they know, they just go with it, you know. Yeah, yeah that's all I wanted to share. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. That's so good. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm happy because I feel like I'm out of it different. Mm -hmm. Finally, I get to understand what faith is all about. Well, you made some fantastic points. Um, I love the part about faith is, is I'm not going to word this right the way you worded it which was so good but it's believing or stepping into what God wants not like our own will and that's where I think I think there's almost like abuses in the church that way you know yeah. where people are like believing God for what they want yeah. and claiming that like, it's their agenda, though. And the Lord's like, 
I don't know. I think that can be so destructive to not only their own faith, but pe people around them, you know? How do we manage that? Yeah. And I think that's the big difference. Like, I just think, like, even in my own um, journey in the prayer room and the difficultness of how, you know, small it is and, you know, all this stuff, right? And then I go back to the Word and I go, this is what the Lord is doing. And so I have to believe what his word says and move forward in faith, you know, no matter what I see. Mm -hmm. And it's like the more I step into that, the more like, it's almost like I feel like I'm walking on water in the sense where you're stepping and it's not until you step that that firmness comes up under your foot, you know, because you're like, am I just going to like go down, you know? Is this, it's sort of like walking on water that way because you don't, you just don't know if it's going to hold you till you move out. And then he's like, good, keep moving out. Keep taking those steps, you know? And I think the firm foundation is, is what's in here. You know, I mean, it's all over the word of God that he's going to have a praying church. There are so many Bible verses on that. You know, and so um, if we're trying to pray and we're putting the flag up on, hey, come to the prayer meeting. It's a good place to start, you know. Yeah, you're aligning yeah. with the Word. Um, and there's going to be a reward for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I start uh, this ministry is called Ambassadors of Christ. 